You're watching the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. All right, folks, this is Anthony with the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network coming to you with another video. Um, if you've been enjoying our videos, the teachings that we've been putting out, um, <clears throat> please like, subscribe, um, share this uh, content with uh, people who uh, want sound biblical teaching. Um, we're kind of finishing out the year with um, a lot of our teachings. Um, I know people are used to us doing a lot of interviews, um, and we will be back on our interviews, but I have so much teaching that I've stored up that I want to share uh, with you guys, and I'm hoping uh, that this is helping people, that this is uh, giving you something to go back and look at and look through the Bible and really get grounded in your understanding. And so our question uh, for today is, who are the 12 apostles of the Lamb? Now, this is a question that actually floats around a lot, and I didn't know um, how many people were really focused on answering, asking and answering this question. And so I put together something from some research and uh, and just studying through the Bible, and uh, we're going to dive into this. So who are the 12 apostles of the Lamb? So the 12 apostles of the Lamb, this phrase comes from Revelations chapter 21 and verse 14. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them uh, were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. This is Revelation 21, 14. Um, it's no coincidence that the 12 apostles, uh, that there are 12 apostles. Jesus intended it to be so. Uh, he chose 12, right? And so um, he chose this 12. Uh, apostles to be the progenitors or the foundation of the church. And Paul tells us that the household of God is built on the foundation of apostles and prophets. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verses 19 through 20. And so throughout the book of Revelations, this uh, term 12, this number 12, is all over the place. And so <laughs> there you have uh, the woman clothed uh, with the sun. Um, has 12 crowns, crown, uh, sorry, crowns of 12 stars. And so this woman clothed with the sun has a crown of 12 stars. And that's Revelations 12, uh, 1. Uh, the names of the tribes of Israel are inscribed on the gates of the city in Revelations chapter 21 in verse 12. The 12 foundations of the city walls bear the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Um, Revelations uh, 21, 14, uh, the 12 foundation stones um, of the wall of the city uh, were adorned with all kinds of precious stones and jewelry. Um, I did a study on this, and these foundation stones are um, almost identical to the 12 stones that are on the ephod. Um, and the breastplate that uh, is on the ephod representing the children of Israel. So each stone correlates to one of those stones uh, on the ephod in the Old Testament. Uh, the 12 gates uh, of pearls, uh, one for each tribe, uh, Revelations 21, 21. Um, and then the trees along the banks of the river bear 12 kinds of fruit, uh, Revelations uh, 22 and 2. So who are the 12 apostles of the Lamb? To, to whom does the 12 apostles of the Lamb refer? Um, is it the original 12 apostles or does Matthias uh, replace Judas or does this refer to someone or something else, right? And so let's look 
at uh, just a few things. So Paul and Barnabas are both called apostles in the book of Acts. Um, Acts chapter 14 and verse 14, it says, but when uh, the apostles, Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitudes crying out, Acts chapter 14, verse 14. Um, uh, the Holy Spirit set them apart in Antioch. Uh, so they were commissioned and sent out in Antioch. Uh, uh, it says now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, which is an interesting leadership structure for a church. But uh, Barnabas, uh, Simeon, who was called Niger, uh, Lucian, Lucius of, the, of Cyrene, and Mananin, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, separate to me. Barnabas and Saul for the work that I've called them. Having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and they sent them away. And so we'll get into this a little bit later, but the term apostle means one who is sent. Um, it is the sentness, uh, apostello, uh, apostolos. Uh, and it's it, if you look it up in the Strongs, it's uh, Strongs number uh, 649 through 652. Um, and so uh, each of those have a nuance to what it means to be an apostle. So neither Paul nor Barnabas were proclaimed, uh, self-proclaimed apostles, but were set apart by the Holy Spirit. Now, this is interesting because uh, the Holy Spirit uh, is the one who said to the group, set these apart. And this is very interesting because um, this is going to um, make them very different from the original uh, 12 apostles. Um, uh, note that even through Acts, it refers to them as apostles. Now, there's still a distinction made between them and the other 12 apostles, uh, with one example being in Acts chapter 15, where Paul and Barnabas go back to Jerusalem to consult with the apostles and elders about the manner of uh, the matter of circumcision. So a certain man came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no such small dissension and dispute with them, they determined uh, that Paul and Barnabas and, a, and, a, and certain others should go up to Jerusalem uh, to the apostles and elders about this particular question, Acts chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. And so you have the apostles. Those are the the, the apostles uh, um, of Christ, the ones that were set up in Jerusalem. Paul and Barnabas are separate from that group, and they're going to consult with them and the elders. And so uh, the, uh, the apostles uh, consisted of those who were with Jesus from the start. Um, Acts chapter uh, 1 and verse 15. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and altogether numbered the names were about 120 and said, men and brethren, uh, this scripture has had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus, for he was numbered with us and obtained a part in this ministry. So numbered with us, meaning Peter. And the 11, Judas was a part of that group. He was the 12th of those apostles. Verse 21, uh, Acts chapter 1 says, Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us 
all the time that Jesus went out, uh, went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the day he went to the day he was taken up from us. One of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And so here are the criteria. This person had to be with them from the baptism of John all the way into the point where Jesus was taken up, his ascension. And so, of course, Paul and Barnabas do not fit that category, right? They, they do not qualify. Uh, and they proposed two. They only found two. Joseph called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, uh, you, O Lord, know the hearts of all. Show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas, by transgression, fell, that he might go uh, to his own place. And they cast their lots, and the lots fell on Matthias. And he was numbered with the 11 apostles. Uh, these men were to be witnesses. Remember, Jesus told him in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses in Judea, Samaria, um, and even to the ends of the earth uh, of their life, of the life, ministry, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. So this is what they're witnessing to. They're bearing witness to the life because they were with him, the ministry, the things that he did the death that he that he died, the resurrection, and the ascension. And so Paul, Barnabas, and Apollos, and the Ephesians four ministers were not privy to this position and did not meet these specific qualifications. And so who are these 12 uh, apostles of the Lamb? Let's take, let's conclude this. The word apostle um, does contain somewhat wider sense than just the 12 apostles. However, from the information gleaned from the book of Acts and Ephesians 4.11, the Holy Spirit set apart certain individuals for this ministry. The 12 foundations containing the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb in Revelations 21.14 would consist of the 11 plus Matthias, who filled the place left vacant by Judas, uh, who had been with Jesus since the beginning as in Acts chapter 1, verse 24 through 26, states uh, they were chosen by the Lord. Uh, unlike Ephesians 4.11, apostles who were given uh, after the ascension of Jesus. So this is after Jesus has ascended that these gifts were poured out. And this is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. It says, now this, he ascended. What does it mean? But he first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. He himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. And so uh, Jesus, after he ascended, poured out these giftings, whereas the 12 apostles had to meet the criteria of being with Jesus through the phases of his life and ministry, right? So they had to be there through the entire phases of his life and ministry. And so th th that separates them. So th those 12 apostles um, are uh, the 11 minus Judas plus Matthias. 
Now, some can argue that because it doesn't say specifically who it is, because it could be Judas's name on there, but um, that doesn't seem like it would make sense if Judas's name was on there. And I think understanding this helps us to see the the relevance of the Ephesians 4.11 versus uh, the, the, the apostles uh, that are in the foundation, right? The foundation uh, foundational apostles are the 12, right? And so um, they are the foundation of the church, but these are the ones that will build upon it, right? Uh, these that he gave after his ascension. And it's, it's, it's pretty easy to see that those 12 uh, were that specific group and they were separate from the grace gifts that were given out by Jesus after his ascension. So hopefully this helps you. Um, I know you're probably gonna have questions, comments, concerns. Um, if uh, you want to um, send me any questions or you want to take a look at this document, um, usually I put this in the description, but sometimes it's too large. And so you would have to drop your email and then I could send you this document um, so that you can read over it. And as you see at the bottom here, um, I do have an entire equippers course um, that that kind of helps people to find out how to how to know if they've been given by Christ to be an equipper because it's him who gives these gifts to the body. And it's important that the body has these giftings operating in it. Uh, I know that the church here uh, in America, um, people talk about the church being on de decline. Well, one of the reasons that it, it might be on decline is because one of these giftings, I, I believe, has been um, combined so much with pastoring that there's nobody doing it. And it's the evangelist, right? The evangelist uh, is, is a pastor's best friend because the evangelist keeps going out and getting people and sharing the gospel. But if you tell people that there are no apostles, there are no prophets, there are no evangelists, that there's only pastors and teachers, which are elders, right? And deacons, you know, or, or overseers and deacons, um, then you eliminate some of the, 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 a lot of the impact that Jesus gave these gifts out to make, you know, apostles, and I, I go through this in my course, are disciplers who focus on building the body through making disciples. Um, they, they, they suffer for the sake of the gospel. Uh, they give up their life to see people disciple. Um, they become poor so that others might become rich. You have prophets who are inspired to encourage and strengthen and build up the body of Christ to, to, to encourage uh, uh, the, the, the obedient when they're weak and they're struggling, to um, exhort those that are disobedient or uh, are, are not in line with God. They, 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 their, their role is prominent. And then the evangelists, like I said, they are gospel preachers. Their focus is preaching the gospel and keeping the body, body equipped to preach the gospel. And then you have pastors and teachers who take care of the the assembly, take care of the congregation, who 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 pour into them and bring them together and um, pray for them and care for them and instruct them in the word. And so um, we need these giftings flowing um, in the body of Christ. And so the 12 apostles of the Lamb are the 11 plus Matthias. That's my belief. If you have a different belief, um, then, hey, shoot it to me. Uh, drop it in the comments um, and make sure you show scripture. I, I walked you through scripture uh, pretty simply. It's pretty simple, pretty easy to see. So remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, 
and remember to love your neighbor as yourself. God. You're watching the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network.